It's the show after the show. This is the After 9 Podcast with Scott and Kat. I don't know what wasn't clear about LFG, but That's you didn't. That's so funny. You didn't. I wonder if I knew, I would have known what it meant. Uh, so I was chatting, I'm sorry, I was chatting with uh, Gail, who's on uh, Brother Station. We call them Brother Station. We're the sister station. She's down the hall, and I haven't chatted with her yet really this week because it's been such a busy week. Yeah. It's, First week back sucks. Oh, my gosh. It just feels like it just never ends. Um, but we're kind of, I feel sort of all caught up now today. That it's, Now that it's Friday. Thank goodness it's Friday. But anyway, I was talking to Gail, and then in comes Scott. What part about let's fucking go don't you understand? And then I look at my text message, which I had not been paying attention to, that said LFG. (laughs) Let's Let's fucking go. go. Here I am. Podcast is on. I didn't know how long of a break you were taking between the show and the podcast. I wasn't sure. I got to talking to her. We were talking about some juicy shit. And then I couldn't stop talking. I'm sorry. But I'm here now. I'm focused. What are we talking about? <laughs> we got a lot of stuff to talk about. <laughs> we at, do. At the end of this podcast, you will hear this morning's missed connections from our FM radio show on 91.5 The Beat. However, there's a couple things to get to first. Oh, and uh, we'll do one segment. Then I'm going to read you an explanation of the foot fetish. Somebody finally explained it. That, that it has a foot fetish? Yeah. Okay, great. Fantastic. That's coming up. Um, <laughs> again, somebody hacked into one of the road signs. Is it hard to do? Like, is it like an open network and as soon as you're close, you can connect to it? Because it seems like there's a lot of people that are hacking road signs and putting up messages. You know what? I don't imagine they put too much uh, power behind trying to figure out how to lock that up. Because if you think about it, it's really not a big deal. It's just really fucking funny when someone takes over a sign. An electronic road sign in Kentucky was hacked early yesterday morning. Drivers on Highway 92 in Pine Knot were exposed to the message, send nudes. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Uh, you could have been really obscene or you can go fairly chill. Good for you. I like Send that. Send nudes. I'm actually not even upset when somebody does it. No. I know it's government property no, and it's probably a charge, I imagine, if the cops catch you doing it. But Whatever. Nobody got hurt. Fuck it. Calm Let's down. have some fun. Uh, how long should you wait to have sex? You meet somebody new. How long before you hop between the sheets? Before you see each other's private parts? <laughs> before you're... Do you, want Nude. Me, do you want me to guess what I would have thought? Yeah. Let's say you're not married. New relationship. New relationship. Boom. How long before you hop into bed? I would have said a month. Nearly 50% of straight couples in a new survey reported holding out one week. <laughs> one whole week. Before they did it I, the first time. I think it it totally all depends on where you're at in life. I think it, this totally depends where you're at. Explain. If you're young, okay? So if you're young, you're in a newer relationship, you might be like, oh, I want to wait a month. Let's really get to know each other. If you've already been through a couple relationships and you understand that sex is a big part of it and it's a big part to you, you want to know what you're in for right off the hop. So a week makes sense. Whereas someone who might want to take it slowly, maybe it's a new relationship or they haven't been with someone for a long time and they're just waiting that out. It all depends. It all depends what you're trying to get out of it. Can you have a meaningful relationship where sex is just the act of sex? And why I'm asking is sometimes it's been a while. And when you finally start dating somebody, what do you want to do? You want to start fucking. Okay, I get it. Does that devalue, though, the potential for a long-term relationship because you fucked? I don't think it devalues it, no. I there's don't think a, so either. There's a fair amount of people out there that have do it on the first date, and they're, to this day, they're married with kids. I don't think that that devalues a relationship at all. Nope. 21% of the couples waited up to two months. Okay, 
Really? And they hung around that time? Because that seems like a long time to make them wait. Guys, girls have needs. You can't make them wait two months. <laughs> you, do, you wonder, right? <laughs> like, you wonder, though, all, this, all the backstories to all that. Like, there's got to be, everyone's in a different situation. Everyone's in a, di- you know what happens a lot of the time, though, I find, at least I, I, when my friends all started dating their significant others, and we'd have this conversation, because girls talk, right? They would say things like, they would say things like, uh, oh, I'm going to wait. I'm not going to have sex with him yet. I'm going to wait like three months to have sex with him. And then next thing you know, I talk to them a week later. They're like, yeah, we fucked. Like, it happened. <laughs> anyway. Uh, Simon is here from our brother station, Dave FM. How long do you wait before you hop in the sack with somebody new? Uh, third date. Third date. Third date. Okay, so that What if you go out a- on three times in one week? Are you still doing it in the first week? Damn straight. That's so it's yep. the amount of time you spend with the person. Is basically what you're judging it off. Okay. So three dates, that's what? Six, seven hours, eight hours, nine hours that you've spent with them? Nine hours before you can see if they're shaved or not. Nine hours before you can see if those are real jugs. Nine nine hours before you get to find out if whatever it else is you find out. Oh, they bleached their asshole. Wow. How in depth are we going on the first time here? I don't Holy know. Holy moly. Well, you might You're getting the whole grand tour? You might flip them over. I don't know. <laughs> No, it's the After 9 podcast. It's Thank completely you. uncensored. That was all we needed you for. Thank you. Uh, 10% waited up to half a year. <laughs> half a year? Six months? Unless you go out every two months, that's a long time to wait before you hop in the sack. They're virgin, though. Virgin. You think oh. about, oh. They still have those. Yeah. <laughs> they still have those still exist yes some people actually it matters a lot to them for whatever reason or they had a really bad experience in the past newsflash for a lot of people who enjoy sex and had have had great experiences there's some people who have not right no right? you're absolutely right and it takes them a while absolutely they got burned before and now they want to make sure that this is the right one uh ready for this message about foot fetishes yes I think so. I think so. You tell me. Am I ready? It was a DM that I got, and this is in response to something that came up on episode 144. 144, we talked about smell dating, and we talked about foot fetishes. So, this just came in. Hey, Scott, wanted to shed some light on the foot fetish issue from your podcast. I personally think it's sexy and attractive to see a woman with pretty-looking feet. I always thought... If she takes the time to pay attention to the small details like her own feet, which are covered for eight to nine months of the year here in Mm. Canada, it shows that she loves her body and that she always wants to look good, even just for herself while sitting around at home, while nobody else can admire them. People usually think of feet and imagine cracked, gross heels, hangnails, and some (laughs) fungus going on. But taken care of, pedicured regularly, I don't see what's so gross about them. I mean, here we are in 2020. People are eating ass, sitting on cakes, doing golden showers, and pooping on each other. This is a great, this is a great message. Sucking on a pretty woman's soft, painted, pedicured toes sounds like a walk in the park to me. Just my two cents. Feel free to share that in your podcast. Okay. Love listening to you guys. All right, that's great. 
I won't say your name, but no, no, we you know always, who you are. We'll keep you anonymous, of course. Thank you for that. Does that shed some light on it? That You know what? That kind of makes... I get it. Like, I don't fully get it, but I get it. Like, I understand the point that, that he... It was a he, right? It was a he. I assume. He, that he made about paying attention to those little details, like your nails and stuff like that, because... Then you know, oh, the rest of her is clean too. I don't know. I don't know. Like, but well, I her get, feet smell good, so uh, the detail, right? I get that. Okay, sure. So back to your example. This came up because you told us there's guys who have DM'd you and offered you money for your pantyhose, your socks, things like mm-hmm. that. Did you ever at one point post a picture of? Your toes. It's funny that you said that. I was literally just looking back on one to see because I think I had a couple comments. Yes, I did. So this was taken at the old studio. Oh. And I had taken a picture of sandals because I was wearing sandals in April, even though it was cold outside still. And so I took a picture of it. And I remember getting a couple of, and I might have, I might have deleted them, but I remember getting a couple of comments. Are you now self-conscious about the fact that your exposed toes are online? No, because again, I don't think of it sexually. So maybe that's why. Other people do. This guy sees nice manicured feet and thinks, I want to suck on those. That's exactly what he said. Yeah. I don't know. Is that, I mean, some people, they'll post lots of stuff about their lives on their Instagram, but they won't necessarily post themselves in a bathing suit. Because there's a sexual connotation. I don't think people generally think twice about posting a picture while they're getting a pedicure or when they're uh, wearing sandals like you did. Now, are you going to think twice about it now that you know that that's a sexual thing for so many people? I guess it depends, but I don't think it should let make me st- stop doing it. I don't think it, I'll go out of my way to be just be like, I'm not going to post that because it might turn someone on. No, I don't think that way. No. New invention. They're calling it the reverse microwave. They say it can chill a beer in seconds. Basically, you stick the beer in there and it comes out cold instead of hot. Okay. What kind of technology does this use? It spins cold water around the beer to instantly chill it. Hmm. So, I mean, microwave technology can heat stuff up, but we don't have microwave technology in reverse. That just doesn't work that way. So this is the reverse microwave. They introduced it this week at CES. This is great for those times when... You really want a beer and you go to the beer store and even if it's in that wall, that cold wall, (laughs) you're using air quotes, (laughs) it's not really that cold. And that warehouse back there that we don't see, you can just kind of see through the cracks. Apparently it's freezing back there because everybody I see Mm. at the beer store is wearing a jacket. Yeah. Even in July, they're wearing a jacket. Then why isn't the beer cold when you buy it at the beer store? I don't understand. They've got this big open window that apparently is chilling, but it doesn't feel chilly if you're standing in front of it. So how do they expect that's chilling the beer? And aren't we really just pissing away electricity here if we're trying to cool something that's not completely refrigerated? Yeah, then then you wonder how much money they're spending on that. They probably don't need to be doing. But that's pretty inefficient of the government and the beer store, the consortium of beer companies that owns the beer store. Why don't they just glass it off? And you have to, just like if you want to buy a bag of ice, you've got to open up the the door, grab your beer, and then close the door again. Hell, even when you buy margarine at Walmart, you have to open the thing and take it out and then close the door again. Why don't we do that with beer? Because beer never is cold when you buy it. mm -hmm. And hey, I have to think that if you're buying beer, there's at least a couple of times you do it where you want a beer. If something doesn't need to be refrigerated in the moment, I think you're absolutely right. And then just keep a small amount of products in the refrigerated portion.
But was it really that big a deal to put in glass? I don't understand why they wouldn't glass off that you section. You know what? It's a great question. I think that you should you should take this to the next level and really ask and figure it out. Who do I no, ask? I don't even know. Do I call Doug Ford? I don't. Doug, yeah. I got a problem at the beer store. Start there. Because he'll respond. He, we have his number, so start there, sure. <laughs> if there's a problem at the beer store, sure. they'll get on that quick. My favorite is when I go. So I run a lot of my errands after the show. And as most of you know, we do a morning show. So we're out of here. It depends on the morning. Well, we're out of here by, let's say, 11 most mornings, okay? So then I'll go and do my shopping. And a lot of the time, like today, my plan is to go to the LCBO. So I'll go to the LCBO or the wine store and I'll purchase my weekend beverages. Right. And my favorite is when they ask me at 11 o'clock in the morning or sometimes earlier, do you need this refrigerated? Well, how fucking bad of a day do you think I've already had at 1045? <laughs> if I need this refrigerated, you might want to call a th- That's a bad thing. You know. <laughs> but maybe there's a lot of people that would start drinking right away. You're right up there with shift workers. There's a lot of people. I believe a lot of the shifts end at about 8 a.m., some mm-hmm. of them at 7 a.m., and then the next shift comes in. Well, if you're just coming off that shift at 8 a.m., by the time you get changed and do all that other stuff, if you like to run your errands on the way home, it's super convenient that the beer store and liquor store are open at 9 now. And I know there was a lot of heat when they announced they were going to do this and, oh, shit, people are going to be drinking at 9 a.m. and then driving. And yeah. No, it's really not like that. It was really just more convenient for everybody. I think it's awesome. And, yeah, I am the guy who has picked up beer Right when they open, 9 a.m., I was done work, and yeah, I'll grab a 2-4 and take it home, because by the time I'm done my nap, it'll actually be cold. (laughs) Okay, there you go. No, it is super convenient, especially for shift workers. Uh, I've mentioned it before, a couple friends of mine are cops, a couple are um, paramedics. Yeah, when they get off shift, they just want to get their stuff, go home, and go to bed. If they have to pick up a 2-4 because they want it for later on, they're going on a four-day off. Yeah, they should be able to get it at 9 a.m. You mentioned the new serving hours, too. My new nail salon that I go to here near the station serves alcohol. So I was totally thrown when I went for my nail appointment just earlier this week. And at 10, what did I go? 10.30 was my appointment. I go in at 10.30. She offers me a glass of wine. It was so weird. And I thought, it's not 11 yet, though. She's like, oh, no, it doesn't matter anymore. I totally forgot. Mm -hmm. There's some restaurants that are serving at 9 a.m. They'll serve you a beer. I think mm-hmm. that's fantastic. They can, because they can. It's yeah. legal now. If you're open for breakfast and you want to have uh, eggs and a Corona, oh, now you can do that. Or maybe a Caesar. <laughs> or a Caesar. Something a little more more. A mimosa. Well, they called it the mimosa law, right? Because that was the original. Right. Everybody, they, it's okay that we're doing this because now you can have a mimosa. You can get drunk. It just has to be a mimosa to be, you know, socially acceptable. <laughs> There's orange juice in it. It's good for yeah, you. Yeah, it's... <laughs> Sure. Um, You had some great stuff this morning in What's Trending on the morning show. You were talking about Mexit. Mm -hmm. This is Meghan Markle completely ruining the monarchy. Yeah. It's all Meghan. Can you just... Give me a break with that crap. Can you quickly summarize what's going on? Because I know that there is a Canadian angle now. Jessica Mulroney is babysitting... Yeah. The heir to the... Or was babysitting the heir to the throne. Correct. Correct. One of the heirs to the throne. Yeah, Correct. Potentially a future king of England, just hanging out in diapers at the Mulroney's house. In Vancouver, correct. So she left Toronto to go to Vancouver to watch Archie while Meghan flew to... 
back. So they went to the UK. So Harry and Meghan met in the UK, uh, gave over papers. This is according to reports, papers and documents to formally um, request their new roles in the kingdom. They did that. And then she quickly flew back after they had posted this um, message, this announcement on Instagram on Wednesday. She then flew back yesterday, being Thursday, back to go see Archie in Vancouver. And she leaving, left her leaving kid. Harry in the UK to deal with his grandma, brother, dad, the whole nine yards. And the shit is hitting the fan over there. So in these four-way discussions, as they're calling them, you've got the Queen, Prince Charles, Prince William, and Prince Harry. It's basically a three-on-one. But wifey dipped back to Vancouver to go to the kid yeah. after they left the kid in Vancouver, presumably as a good excuse to get her out of the UK so she wouldn't have to stay. Well, there's the question, right? It's like, why wouldn't you bring Archie with you to the UK? You must have known you wanted to get the fuck out. Yeah, that's going to be the excuse. We're going to go in, we're going to drop a bombshell, yeah. and then I'm going to peace out. At the same at the same time, though, in Megan's defense, if I was married into this family, think of yourself in that way, right? It's, it is Harry's family. Harry grew up this way. He was born into it. He knows nothing else. You know a lot of other things. You're the ma- you're the one who got married into the situation. It is a family matter. And although you're family when you're married into it, right? Like Kate would be too. Kate's not really involved in these chats either because it is a very family. It's a family oriented. It's a family dynamic. So she doesn't want to feel like she's butting into all of this stuff. She's more like this is what we're doing Kay I'll leave you to chat with Harry see ya so now we're finding out that the initial report wasn't 100% accurate that the queen didn't know the queen did know in the moment though I mean just yes like with the same time we knew but she asked them hold off on announcing it and they went ahead and announced it anyway that's what they're saying yeah and he actually confided in William first and his brother first before anything else, and then, but all around this, this same day, this took place on the same day, just different moments. It's like when you have an announcement to make, but you call a couple people before you put it out there on social media, like, hey, right. I quit my job or whatever, just want to give you a heads up. Hey, Willie. That's, that's kind of what he did. <laughs> hey, then, big bro. Hey, grandma, uh, check Instagram, peace. <laughs> so awkward. <laughs> Gotta go, the kid's in Canada. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man, this is messed up. It is messed up. And that's why they kind of rushed to put out that statement, which was a two-sentence statement, Buckingham Palace I'm talking about, right afterwards saying that it's where they're in the early stages because they were really thrown by the fact that they posted this without making it official. But there's so much calculation to this, and Oprah apparently had a lot to do with this, too. Where did Oprah come from in all of this? Oprah and Megan are friends, friendly, right? She confided in Oprah because it is Oprah, after all. The Queen of America, as you put it this morning, <laughs> uh-huh. she really is. So Megan confided in Oprah saying, this is what we're going to do. And Oprah told them step by step what to do and how to separate themselves. And I would assume that Oprah kind of gave them the suggestion of you got to put it out there to everyone so they know full well what's going on. So that A, it doesn't leak out to the tabloids and then become a bigger mess than it is. And B, the queen kind of has to address the situation and be serious about trying to change your roles. Otherwise, she'll just tell you a fuck no or a hell. Yeah, that's fine. Wow. But they knew it wouldn't be a yes. So is there a gray area in there for the queen? We'll find out. Because in my, the way that I, that it seems to be unfolding is that the queen really does not want to change their roles at all. She wanted it to be a black and white. Either you're in or you're out. And if they have that option, they're going to be out. 
because they've already set themselves up, their new website, their new charity. They wanted everyone to know about that first. Notice how that all got put out there first. Yes. Like, let's solidify. This is our new step. This is our new charity, just in case they do cut them off. Because worst case scenario for them, just family-wise, they say, you're not, you're no longer a prince. Bye. Go ahead. You want to be financially independent? You're not going to own this property in this part of the world, in this beautiful island, because they own a shit ton of stuff. Tons. They're just rich as can be. For those that don't realize, they're so rich. She might cut Harry off. It could be that bad, but he wanted to solidify the fact that this is their charity, this is what they're working on, and they're going to be financially independent if they need to be. Okay, but that's not what they were asking for. As I understand it, all they wanted was to still be uh, the Duke and Duchess or Prince and Princess or whatever they are, but not have to do a lot of the royal stuff to yeah. stay out of the spotlight, just focus on their charity. But when things like um, big events, World War II commemoration, another centennial, things like that, when the big stuff comes up where it's time for the family photo or a royal wedding, they will show up and still be the Duke and Duchess. But they just don't want to have to do the daily mundane shit. Which, by the way, I don't blame them. Some of that stuff they do, like, and I follow all the royal stuff, like Kate and William who seem like boring individuals to me anyway. <laughs> I'll bet you they party. I'll bet you they I don't, do. I, do, I completely disagree. I, I bet you they don't party. I think there's a there's something about those two. They've got a weird side to them. I don't know about that. Maybe not the kind of party that you and I are used to, but I'll bet you they've got some, they, there's some shit there, I think. I don't know, man. I think so. I don't know. Yep. But the stuff that they attend on a daily basis. Yeah. Like William's been caught falling asleep at events. Yeah, because it's boring videos? as shit. That's like it's that sounds terrible to me. If I was Megan and, and, and Harry, and that's not and for years, I've said this in the podcast last time. For years, he's mentioned and kind of leaned towards. I don't know if this is really for me anyway. I mean, he got naked in Vegas and didn't give a shit. No, I'm not taking it that seriously to begin with. So stop saying Megan has everything to do with it. I think that we should all know and realize that Harry wasn't so sure about this as his life either. But they'll use their, they are, don't get me wrong, they're going to use their identities, use their faces and their brand to now move forward and create their own financial stability for themselves. Okay, I hear what you're saying, but she doesn't not have nothing to do with it. Sure, she has a, of course she's got a big say in she's it. She's got to be steering it a little bit, like, but, Harry, Harry, But you also have to know that this is probably a discussion they had long before they even got engaged, long before we even knew that they were together. I remember the day that it came down, you and I were working in Toronto, finding out that Harry was had just caught a flight out of Toronto when she was filming Suits here. And then everybody put two and two together that these two were had started to date. Mm-hmm. I bet you way back then, when they first got serious, he confided in her about not wanting to be a part of it. And sure, she's a, of course she's a big part of that. She wants to do all this charity work and stuff like that that she can't do if she's a part of the monarchy as hardcore as they want her to be. Okay, one quick thing before we wrap this up and go to today's missed connections. How weird a spot is this for Ben Mulrooney to be in? Because he does the morning news. Uh-huh. He is uh, one of Canada's top entertainment reporters. Yeah. And this is the story. He doesn't need to go and seek out what's going on with the royals. He could ask his fucking wife. She's down the hall. Oh. M- m- How does he separate personal from professional? Make no mistake about it. Ben Mulroney knows so much more than he's reporting. Right. And that's not, but that's his personal life versus his work life. His work like life is to figure out all the sources and report on them. He doesn't go out of his, he's not a reporter himself. No. He doesn't need to worry about that. I think. Sure. I'm sure. Oh, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. The producer's over there at, uh, where is he at now? E-talk. E-talk. And I'm, CTV Morning and Live. And CTV Morning Live. I have no doubt in my mind that they're like, well, if you want to tell us a little more. He knows way more. Obviously, he knows everything. 
Archie, the fu- Archie's at his fucking house. Uh-huh. Obviously, he knows shit. Megan stayed at his house. Obviously, he knows shit. But it is awkward, absolutely, because he's sitting there reporting, and I bet you there's nine, nine or ten things in that, that's not in that story that he knows. He's like, that's not true, but I'll continue to say it. <laughs> so he's just the reading best. a script, and that's all he does. Yep, and I don't think he has he has to. I don't think he has to say anything else. That's his personal life versus his work life. But it's it, it's awkward. It's but- amazing though that as you watch him go up there and and they're doing the story on eTalk, he's just smiling along, and I don't even think they're giving him those stories. I was just going to say, I'm pretty sure right now they're purposely not having him do them, but he'll he might be on the side view or something like that. But he's not doing the stories because everybody knows that he knows. But he can't confirm that he knows. Correct. And he knows that we know. Sure. But that's the extent yeah. of no, it. No, they're like, fuck it, give it to Lainey Lou. Let her do the story. Don't give it to him. Yeah. Because everyone's going to have their eyes on him. Like, is that really what's happening? Well, give the guy credit as being the consummate professional then, because yep. he could think, really exploit this profi- or professionally, sure and he, he has not said a word. Sure he could. And there's got to be a good trust factor there between Harry Megan and Jessica and Ben. Absolutely. Harry must know that he's one of the leading television personalities in this country. He's staying in his home. They're babysitting his kid, and they're in another country while this is happening. That's trust to leave your kid with somebody and oh, then leave the country. Absolutely. They must have done something to earn that trust. Good on them. That's great. Yep. And Jessica, too. This is a girl who lives on Instagram. I mean, well, you'd think. She posts a ton. And she's been so tight-lipped about everything. Mind you, she's posting some really, like, random. You know it's about Megan. A lot of the things she's been posting lately. They're just more, like, sly under the table little posts but you never would have guessed based on what she's posting that she's babysitting no prince Archie. that didn't even cross my mind that he's i'll babysit too by the way megan and harry I'm i'll down do it for that i got all kinds of baby shit at my house already just get him in there it's fine you won't even let me babysit your kids so i guess they're not going to let me as the duke and duchess probably not you should though i would i'd be a great babysitter <laughs> i've got two kids that turned out pretty good <laughs> yeah they're pretty good i guess I'll think about it. Jacqueline, have you had a drink before? Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> Fuck no. 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 I thought about it for like a millisecond. And no. I thought about it all I need to. Uh, okay, everybody. Friday means missed connections. This is this morning's edition. Enjoy. Let's talk about missed connections. People that try to find other people by posting their story online. They haven't had success or they're too nervous to reach out directly. So they just leave it to fate and hope the other person reads their missed connection. This is a woman looking for a man. It's called At Spin Class. Damn. Sorry I couldn't stop staring at you Wednesday at Spin. You're the sexy black guy, tall, bald, wearing the single gold chain. I'm new to this particular gym. You went in for the 7.15 p.m. class. I couldn't stop staring and I delightfully sat right behind you. Maybe I did it on purpose. And what a behind it was. You look like Morris Chestnut mixed with Urkel. Ha! In a very good way. But in a good way. Okay. Endearing. I tried to make a few comments about your sweat. You apologized. But it was a compliment. Your sweat smelled like vanilla cigars and apple cider or something. You are perfection. (laughs) You're probably in your early 30s. I'm a younger white girl. I'll be at the same class, same instructor next week. 
If you want to get to know each other a little more after class, just tell me you saw the post and I'll know it's on. Okay. First off, I thought it's spin class. The whole motivation was the person leading the class. I didn't know it was the guy in front of you's ass. Hey, whatever works for you. Whatever works to get you moving. Mind you, it seems like because he was right in front of her. I've done a many a spin class. That can be distracting. Never usually in a case like this. But the person in front of you can be very distracting. Sometimes people ride the bike weird or do different things. I never thought an ass would really affect the way that you do spin class. Did she actually say something to him about his sweat? Like to the point where he might get self-conscious about this? Well, he apologized. So whatever she said, it wasn't coming across the right way. I don't know what she said. She said it smells like vanilla cigar and apple cider. Okay, That's so strange... I get what happened there. I know exactly what, what happened, happened there. So you had, a, you had a night the night before. You were all over the backwoods having yourself a good time, and then you just sweated out that cigar smell the next day. <laughs> <laughs> you think that's it? Yeah, that's exactly what happened. <laughs> hey, sweaty. Sorry, sorry. No, I like it. And you know what? When I you like- move your arm, it gets some on me. <laughs> I like that there's a little role reversal here because, yeah, a lot of the time you hear stories about women being, you know, sexually harassed at the gym, and that happens frequently, okay? It does. But just so you know, there's women checking out guys, too, all the time. Guys checking out guys, women checking out women. Everybody violates everybody at the gym. Basically, if you go through missed connections, you're going to find a lot of people trying to hook up at the gym. Let's just put it this way. You might not want to use your gym sauna anymore no. when you read what happened at your gym in the sauna. Mm-hmm. Trust me. And if you don't, like Scott said, check it out for yourself. Am I crazy or is there a lot happening in the guy's change room? Oh, oh that's the place. A lot of people that are like skiing I feel for you. Absolutely. And I feel for you because if you go to the gym, you're in the guy's change room and you look at someone the wrong way, according to everything that I've seen on Misconnections, He's going to think you want to grab that D. Yep. Walk up. Just, just have to towel. look the wrong. Just a, hey, that could do it, apparently. Throw your rope. Watch this. Mm-hmm. This uh, next one is called, okay. Oh, man, I've got questions. This next one is called Miss Your Touch. It's a man for a woman. It's been a while since I've seen you on our usual bus route. You always come onto the bus Sit next to me, and without saying a word, rub me over my pants. Whoa! It became a really fun way to end my day. Yeah, I'll bet. I don't even know your name. Like I said, we barely spoke a word to each other. But I hope this simple post will show you that I'm looking for you. It's been a while. Haven't seen you. Just let me know what stop you get off at so I know it's you. Maybe we should find out what stop you're getting off at, buddy. Yeah, really? Where'd you get off? Whereabouts? So this guy just gets on the bus and regularly sits beside this girl who doesn't say a word. She just reaches over for a little handy. Yeah. On the bus. There's a one-handed ski all the way home. How did this even begin? Was there any interaction at all? Or did she just reach across as the friendly stranger and 
How do you do? My wrists on the bus go up and down, up and down, up and down. My wrist on the bus goes up and down. You people are sick, sick and twisted. I miss your touch. Yeah, I'll bet you do. Only two fifty for a ride and that.